Hey, everybody. I just want to preface this episode by saying uh, it's a real bummer, and I'm sorry, and it's entirely Roy's fault for picking all the bummer questions all at once. Those were all the questions that we had all at once. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry you're such a bummer. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you're really changing it up. No, I'm not. Oh, is it the same every time? Yeah, I always sing it, just not um, melodically. Oh, sometimes you just sing it in your normal tone of voice? Well, I'm always rapping it. I guess that's true. Advice Hot Dog. Rapping is like talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a rap session. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Did you ever do that with a teach? Local news in the 80s when they would describe what rapping was. It's like talking to music. Uh Uh-huh. That was maybe Huel Hauser. I I don't remember that. that. No, I don't either. I I didn't watch television then. In the 80s? Yeah. I only watched television in the 80s. You watched Dungeons and Dragons. That's true, the cartoon. I watched Wizards and Warriors, the live action show. Oh, I didn't ever see that one. Yeah, it had uh, Jeff Conway in it before he died of drugs. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. There were only a few episodes. It was real... It's pretty good. I think I've told you about it before. There's a there's a point where it's real campy. Uh, I don't think I realized as a kid that it was supposed to be funny, but there's a there's a scene where they go into this tavern. It's like this guy Eric Greystone and his sidekick Marco, who's just kind of a like a chubby comic relief uh, sidekick, and uh, they see these guys and they're playing this game. Where they arm wrestle, but uh, on there's holes in the table. And so if they get the other guy's hand too close to the hole, this monster will come out and bite the hand and then the guy will die. And uh, the name of the game that they're playing is Arm Death. (laughs) I see. It's a pretty good name. Is there a sign? For that game. No, they just say it. Oh, look, those guys are playing Arm Death. Which seems to be like a standard thing at taverns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, at the, I think that what they're trying to insinuate is this tavern is a rough and tumble place. It's oh. not the it's not the kind of place that a they, blue, they a only... blue-blooded hero should go. I see. Maybe okay. he's trying to make a contact there. Do you remember a show in the 80s uh, when we were kids where uh, there was this kid who was in high school and he was like maybe a wizard? But it was just like regular high school and he could use magic. And whenever he would go like commune with his magical powers, it was like this white room with a staircase going up to maybe a crystal ball or something like that. I don't. I do remember there being a lot of shows that were sort of there was that show The Misfits of Science, which was about a bunch of high school kids that got weird powers. Oh, I don't know. That uh, one, one of them had like electricity powers. And oh. that was the only one. Now there's really a show remember. just called Misfits. Misfits yeah. It seems like there was a little, there was this brief little bubble of kind of ahead of its time, kind of fantasy primetime TV mm-hmm. that uh, didn't really get anywhere. I wonder if there was some successful thing that prompted all that. If there was some, if there was something that was good that was like that, like there weren't really. I mean, I mean, there I was think cheers. of real American hero, but I don't think that lasted very long either. No, I only it? ever remember seeing that on like the weird local TV station mm-hmm. too. I don't even know. It, it it was like a show that was already old by the time I found out about it. I see. Like it was already done. Or there was the Fall Guy, right? Yeah, but that guy was just a Fall Guy fantasy, which was the spinoff. Okay. <laughs> um. Where it was the exact same premise, except that it was in a fantasy setting. There was Legends of the Fall Guy. Uh huh. Um, which was about fish? No, uh, a river runs through it. Is the one that was about fishing. Right, right. Legends. What was Legends of the Fall about? I just Legends remember it was like Fall Brad Pitt was... making all the ladies swoon. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins with like a chalkboard around his neck because he had a stroke. Oh, old Tony Hop. 
Mm-hmm. So he couldn't speak, but he could write. Tony Hop. <laughs> yeah. He could speak before, you know, at the beginning of the movie, but then. Oh, so he has a stroke over the course of yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was that the fall? No, I think the fall is the bear wrestling. Okay. Down the hill. Does somebody wrestle a bear and then that's yeah. that's it? Yeah, that's how, how Pitt exits like, the movie. Oh, yeah? Does yeah. it like exits it like by dying or just like you don't know what yeah, happened? You know, they don't show. They just, I think it's a freeze frame where at the very end he like goes and he, he wrestles the bear. The bear. Into the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a high five. Um, you know, he could have won. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean, he does make all the ladies swoon. He and that bear would be dead by now anyway. I just remember that being one of the first things that I, like, remember seeing where Brad Pitt was, like, a sex symbol. Dreamy. Yeah, Mm because he had had that, like, long, nice hair. And I thought, I should do that. And then I'll become a sex symbol. And then I did. Like Grizzly Adams. No, that was like Didn't he wrestle bears? I think so. That's why they called him that. Okay. Black Adams uh, also wrestled different kinds of bears. (laughs) Black bears? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brown Adams. Mm-hmm, right. There's Polar Adams. Uh-huh. Um, leather Adams. Uh, I don't think Is there a Panda there. Adams? Yeah. Koala Adams. He was from Australia. It's pretty close to Patch Adams, though, right? They probably had to differentiate, like, yeah. Panda Adams and then, like, a subtitle. Teddy Adams was less uh, less impressive. Uh-huh. You're like, come on, man. Nobody's going to pay to see this. You you listened to the origin of that story, right? No. Uh, yeah, I did. No. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it. Oh. Okay. And I can't think of anything funny about something that I don't remember. killed a bear. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Roy. Yeah. What have you been up to? Well, it's still summer, and man, am I dehydrated. And you know how I can tell I'm dehydrated? Because I really stink. When you piss, it comes out as a solid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a rod. Uh, so, so that's the thing. I remember someone once writing in about that and why why they stink all the time even after a shower, and a lot of it is not drinking enough water. Uh, so, do you think the water like sort of cleans your interior, so that when your interior comes yeah, it out, keeps it's your sweat, pores it's... like m- more flush, hmm. flushed, <laughs> yeah, lubricated. No, no, I mean like. Like they're not sticking out of your body. They're like flush oh, like with they're your... flush. They're countersink, yep. countersinks your pores. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can also, um, if you don't have water, but you do have a hammer, uh, you can get a pore set, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, yeah. you then just it sort of hit each pore. It's like electrolysis, but more painful. <laughs> right. You're just jamming the hairs up into the pores. Hmm. That'd be pretty good. If you could just... It, hair removal by just making them all ingrown. Uh-huh. Like you're going to look like a gross acne monster, right? But you're not going to have any hair. Exactly. I mean, this is what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Not smooth, but bumpy. You know what I would like to do? I would like to get laser hair removal on the part of my neck where I never want hair, even when I do have a beard. Oh, yeah. It seems like a pretty good thing. Sure. Because then you wouldn't have to shave that part. The, the you know, strap? I don't, like, I am a man, Roy. I know that I don't necessarily present as a super masculine man, but I am a man. And mm-hmm. as a man... You identify as a I man. I do identify as a man. And as a man, I've got this goddamned Adam's apple in the middle of my throat mm-hmm. that is, is a pain in the ass to shave around. Mm. If it so wasn't like for that right Adam's there? apple, I could shave with one hand. Huh. What so could, what would you do? Would you still shave around and just get the electrolysis? like Just like a right circle around, around the Adam's uh-huh. apple? Yeah. Like just pretend that I uh, had to have my Adam's apple removed uh, for a tracheotomy purposes. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know what that I don't even know where that hole is. It's probably below the Adam's apple. Yeah, it is. The Adam's apple has a lot of travel in it. You know, one thing that you can do if you really want to shave with one hand is you can just like position the razor and then swallow. And while you're swallowing, just like real quick Uh, upwards. uh Uh, But then if the Adam's apple comes down early, like if you do a bad job of swallowing, Mm -hmm. then it's like, youch. With your straight razor. Youch, you say. Because you're old timey. Mm -hmm. I am old timey. Mm -hmm. You ever get get a straight razor shave at the barber? I have not. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't. I like. I think I would do it myself, but I don't know that I want someone else to do it for me. There's basically no way that guy's going to kill you. But boy, can you not stop thinking about it? Sure. You think, man, it would be so easy for that guy to kill me right now. You know, you don't think that like every time a car drives past you because it would be really easy for that guy to kill you. Yeah, it is really true. It'd be really easy for anybody to kill anybody all the time. Yeah. And it's surprising that not more people do. Yeah. Um, So I was totally I had a plan today. Right. I was totally going to go see uh, Mad Max Fury Road mm-hmm. because Corinne and Cora were out of town. And I didn't. Instead, I cleaned the refrigerator. And then once they came home and Corinne took a nap, I sat down with Cora and we watched a Tinkerbell story. Okay. And you know what? It was a good decision. I'm, I'm glad that I did that. It was an hour well spent. And I really like how consistent they are from story to story. Like it, it doesn't reset every time. So what happens is if there's a new character that's presented, they show up in the next episode. It's cool. So it's like a serial. It is a serial. And what's really neat about it, and I think you actually would like this part of it, is there's a lot of time spent on like a Tinker Bell is actually she's an inventor that's she's a tinker that's like her class like there's different classes for the fairies and there's a lot of time spent on the like machines and stuff that she and her colleagues make and they're you know like they make a boat out of bark and you know toadstools and stuff like that it's it's cool seeing that do you think that there is some fanfic where she's all steampunk and also always naked Oh, yeah. Just constantly trying to build a sex robot that is powerful enough to satisfy her. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. It's made out of pine cones. Maybe I should write some of that. Yeah. If that specifically doesn't exist, that sounds like a thing I could pull off. Sure. Yeah. You'll have a movie made of that eventually. I was having a conversation with somebody about sex robots the other day, and and her... assumption was that only men would build and have sex with sex robots because it seems like that's how that would go but then i posited Mm -hmm. that if you consider a vibrator to be the simplest form of robot then women already have sex with way more robots than men that's true i know judge john hodgman determined whether a machine gun was a robot or not and Mm -hmm. i wonder if it was because i bet you could use a lot of the same principles to determine whether a vibrator was a robot i mean a robot has to have an on switch right it has to be capable of love which a vibrator fairly clearly is. Uh-huh. Uh, it has to not harm humans, which no way a vibrator does harm a human. The opposite, in fact. Well, then that means that a machine gun is not a robot. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Because it's breaking one of those laws. It is. I guess, well, it doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be a target The, the law of not getting you off. <laughs> right. <laughs> a machine gun is not capable of love. Although, I'll bet. I'll bet if, like, a nun had a, 
machine gun. So let's say there's a nun in a poor country. And why she why is it a nun? A banana seat. Because of the joke, she couldn't afford a banana seat for her bicycle. So she mm-hmm. had to use a repurposed machine gun as the mm-hmm. seat. And then she rode over the cobblestones. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's why, it's, that's why it's a nun, Roy. Sure. Also because it's hot. Mm-hmm. You grew up Catholic, so you don't like, like hot, like uh, temperature wise. Yeah, or just, under that, it's a under, hot that nun. under that habit, uh-huh. they, they seem like they're made of sturdy cloth. Sure, coarse woven. I suppose <laughs> I don't really. And know. they're black, so they retain a lot of heat if you ride mm-hmm. your bicycle in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay, there's Sounds a lot good. of sex robots already out there in the world. I think mostly men would uh, be driving sure. the industry. Right. If you don't want to, if you don't want to explore, if you don't want to like have an interesting conversation, if you just want to go with the boring truth about nerds. Well, I think that, uh, the sex robots would be very interesting for women. Once those sex robots, you know, had actual intelligence. Okay. So once you could actually once you could interact have a conversation with, yeah. with them, so yeah. that, but then they would be love robots and not sex robots. Oh yeah, that's true relationship Which robots be like companionship robots yeah. yeah which is totally gonna happen yeah it seems reasonable i mean you already got siri mm-hmm. yeah siri's pretty good yeah she, she knows where to go <laughs> she, she'll she'll look up anything for you yep she's not gonna judge she's probably silently judging if nothing else she's storing data about your preferences which is kind of a, a, a way uh, of judging mm-hmm. roy do you have any old business yeah um uh circumcision there's some old business, right? Weren't we talking about circumcision on the last show? We were. And uh, I learned that the CDC has issued a recommendation for circumcision in order to stop the spread of HIV AIDS. Okay. And um, I believe it's because of like, you know, the likelihood of infection and open sores if you are not washing your penis enough okay mm-hmm. do you ever uh if you ever uh you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but is there any danger that extra vigorous activity will like are you more likely to like get an injury uh you can if it's dry okay so you get some chafing some interior chafing mm-hmm. yeah so you don't want to clean it too much you don't want to like constantly flush it with oh engine sure, degreaser. sure you don't it's a careful balance um, and then the other thing about the the story about the CDC is that there's a new device called the Shang Ring out of China, and it's like the special circumciser. Ooh! And it's these double rings that you um, sort of like clamp onto your foreskin, and then the foreskin is cut off, and you leave them on there until it um, heals. Oh, neat! So it's like I know you can like castrate a bull by uh, just putting a really tight rubber band around mm. the scrotum, and then it just slowly mm-hmm. like the nuts yeah, like die and club. fall off, and then it heals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sheep, you have to bite them off. <laughs> Gross. That's what they do with their tails. Like they put rubber bands around the tail so that it falls off. I had a dog whose tail was clipped mm-hmm. as a puppy. Because mm-hmm. that's just, they do that with Dobermans. I don't know why. I, maybe that makes them look more intimidating. Like a Doberman, you're not going to be scared of a Doberman if it's waving a big floppy tail. Maybe, I don't know. I know with uh, shepherds, like Australian shepherds, it's because they're really big and shaggy. So it helps with not collecting a bunch of stuff. Also sheep. Sheep have really long, shaggy, or wooly tails. It's, and they drag them around. You know, they're sheep. And they probably poop on their own tails. Probably. Yeah. That's a tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. 
Would you like to have a tail if you could? I don't think so. No? No. It's uncomfortable enough sitting all the time as it is. Mm. Well, you'd have a special seat. You know, I would enjoy uh, being able to, like, maybe hang from the ceiling uh, while I work. Like, it's like a standing desk, except it's a hanging from your prehensile tail from, uh, like, a monkey bar. Oh, okay. Why not just, like, an opposable toe? Oh, I don't want to be upside down. Oh, I see. Like, I want to be hanging, but not upside down. And if I could, like, retract it. Really, what I want is... What about wings? What I want is spinnerets. No, because you gotta you gotta put a bunch of effort. Like I feel like you could wrap your tail around a thing and kind of tie it in a knot, you know, and mm-hmm. then you don't have to exert any effort to hang there. Like an opossum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you could just sleep. An opossum can sleep hanging upside down. Can again, they? You don't want to be do upside they? down. I think they do. I don't know. Okay. Man. I know. I, sloths I might be do. confusing opossums with vampires. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's the old business. Roy, you know what I see on this sheet? There's a lot of questions from a lot of people who need mm-hmm. a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And you know what I see in this room? Two guys with a lot of help to give. Yeah. Let's get to it. But first, let's have a cocktail. Okay. Roy, I thought I was going to give you the gift of a refreshing summer cocktail, uh, distinct from the bitter, bitter cocktails of the last two episodes. But uh, I kind of fucked up, and this is a refreshing summer cocktail that's still bitter as shit. It looks refreshing. It does. And and it looks not bitter. It looks like Kool-Aid, but it does not taste like Kool-Aid uh, unless you made your Kool-Aid with borax instead of sugar. I don't even know if borax is bitter. It just seems like it would be. I don't know. I know that you mix it with sugar for ants. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not bitter until you stop drinking. We also haven't said what it is. Uh, oh, yeah. I was trying to make an Aperol spritzer, but I couldn't find Aperol. So I got Campari instead, which was suggested as a summary, a summary, a substitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is three parts Prosecco and two parts Campari uh, in a wine glass over ice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just real bitter. It's like it tastes like you'd expect like a, you know. It's it, like a it sort of a weak medicinal. soda with a medicinal bitter taste. Uh, Prosecco is is a dry wine, like it's a sparkling wine yes. that is that is you know not sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Campari, I did not. It sure looks sweet. It's like red. Mm-hmm. It looks delicious. Um, I would just use less of that. You think? Yeah, just give it some color and a tiny bit. I would use it like bitters. We'll try three to one. Maybe we'll make another one after the show. Mm-hmm. We probably won't. Should we get to the questions, Roy? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Terrence writes, Roy, do you sell any of your art online anywhere? I would love to be able to buy a print or coffee mug or something, but I live on the other side of the country. Any plans to update fuzzyballsapparel.com? I totally understand if it wouldn't make any sense to run an online store. The store of loathing closed down after all. But boy, would I love a mug with a sweet hipster dragon on it. Sincerely, Terrence. I would love to make a mug with a sweet hipster dragon on it. Um, thank you, Terrence. I am not going to update fuzzyballsapparel.com, but I am going to merge some of my Square Up uh, market stores. We'll, um, we can put a link on the thing if you would like. And those should be up and running. One will be for the extra fuzzy ball stuff, and the other one will be for art stuff. So, yeah, thank you. People like your stuff, Roy. It's just a matter of getting it in front of them. Yeah. That's what it's I know. a matter of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy, you put so many you put so many sad, depressing questions on here. I was trying to find something. That's, light that's what we're getting. That we're, is what we're getting. Like a lot of people need some sad, depressing advice. Okay, well, let's just do it in the order that you put it on here. Then, presumably, you chose this. Uh, 
A few months ago, my girlfriend broke up with me, and it's been an impetus to really take a look at my life and take stock. Tis the season for personal growth and all. One thing that I keep bashing my head against is that I have a handful of deep-seated problems that I've historically ignored or coped with poorly. They summarize as crippling anxiety over almost everything. I've been listening to you for years, Zach, and I've gleaned that you grapple with much of the same. So... How? How do you manage uh, all these day-to-day -day anxieties? For example, I'm listening to you on video games, Hot Dog, as I type, and your views on trains versus buses exactly mirror my own. Uh, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Yeah. As for question two, it sure is lonely now that I'm single again. I'm chronically unsuccessful with women, and frankly, I don't know how to meet any. Somehow it seems that my whole life, no matter where I am, it's at least three to one guys. What do normal people do? Where do they go? The ones who don't suffer from stage four advanced geekitis. Thanks, your friend, the world is square. Except with the letters all fucked up. Boy... You know, I feel terrible about this question because I'm the one that talked this guy into moving to San Francisco in the first place, which is where he is. Oh, you and know, when you I know saw him there, is. yeah, no, I know him. We, we, we see him sometimes. And I, he came to a party, uh, right after we got there and he was like, Hey, this is cool. I'm really having fun now that I moved to San Francisco. And he was there with his girlfriend. She seemed kind of lame, but I didn't want to say that. Like, she just seemed mean. Like, all right, mm. I've, I've dated girls like that and this is probably not very good for you in the long mean run. Mean to but him? Like, yeah, just kind of shitty. Oh. Anyway, so. I don't think you really lost anything there, uh, okay. but it sucks. It sucks that somebody took my advice and then is sad because of it. San Francisco would be a great fucking place to go crazy. Yeah. Walk around sometimes. Aren't there a lot of ladies in San Francisco? No, apparently no? not. Oh. Apparently, apparently, like, it's real bad. I would, I would have figured, and I always sort of, you know, when I had in, in previous years sort of fantasized about going there and what it would be like to date there. I always thought like, well, there's so many gay guys there that mm -hmm. it just seems like the ratio would be pretty favorable. But I guess generally it's just like three men to one woman to one, to women. one woman. Yeah, to one woman. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, huh. apparently, apparently actually trying to date there is super horrible. Huh? Uh, that's so, not what I would have no. expected. And in New York, it's apparently the opposite. In New York, really? it is like impossible for women to to find dudes because oh. there are so many women. Did he move from so New York? Dudes. No, he moved from Canada, I think. Oh, maybe, he moved to New York Maybe then. he should move to New York. Although, Jesus Christ, no. That would be the worst thing in the world. Why? I Well, so I, due to my crippling anxiety about almost everything, just could not hack it in New York at all. And mm -hmm. San Francisco was the sort of closest i could get to a to a city but still feel kind of comfortable what was um i mean i've never been to new york so i don't know what was the thing it was just really lonely and everything was really scary and uh -huh. you never like it it always felt like everybody else just understood what they were supposed to be doing and i couldn't figure it out mm -hmm. and it just you know but just, would it be lonely if you had three bullshit. girlfriends oh since i don't know you're the one guy yeah maybe you do you just go there and get three girlfriends i mean presumably you've tried internet dating i don't know man what you do, you just, you go to a bar and you just walk up at the end of the night, you walk up to every girl in the bar and say, I'm going home. Do you mm -hmm. want to come with me? Yeah. Uh, what, apparently it works. That's what your friend did. And it sometimes it works. <clears throat> I was you just, probably meet like a super high caliber of, of lady doing that too. I was uh, last week told a, a story about <clears throat> a lady who's the sister of one of our uh, relatives and she was at a coffee shop and she was just like, hanging out like working on her laptop and some dude just walks up to her this is the middle of the day and says hey i just noticed you here do you want to go have sex and did it work no she declined she didn't want to go have sex she was not attracted to him okay but he was very confident what do you think what if she had been attracted to him i still think that she would have said no i think that would have been weird mm -hmm. what if brad pitt walked up to her and said hey do you want to have sex that's weird it is right. Like, what? What is his agenda? What would you do? He's probably going to try and adopt you. What would you do if you were? 
I'm trying to like if you were sitting in a cafe somewhere in the middle of the day and and Amy, but I'm, and Amy Poehler walked in and said, "Hey, you! I noticed you. Do you want to go have sex?" Um. See, I would I would go with her wherever because I would assume uh-huh. that like maybe I was going to be filmed in an awkward uh-huh. uh, situation you're, you're, for a for a comedy and also sure. I'd probably have sex with Amy Poehler. I don't <laughs> sure yeah, whatever you know. I she, I think she's attractive. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. You know, it's weird. I mean, I, I like. I would also vote for her in yeah, would, political yeah, absolutely. office. No, I, I, but like, I, you know, I would probably have not sex her with, character. I, I would, would have sex with her. Al Franken for the exact same situation. Sure. If he just came in and was like, "Hey, you want to come to my van and give me a hand job?" Uh, like, yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, this will be my contribution to your campaign, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I know I'm not allowed to give more than seven hundred dollars worth of hand jobs. Uh, luckily, <laughs> there's a six ninety nine special this week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's what I would do. What's trains versus buses? Oh, so no, I'm I uh, I fucking hate trying to ride buses. I like trains mm. for public transit, but buses I find like trigger my inability to like figure out how systems work oh. and inability to feel like I understand how systems work. Mm-hmm. Like I've ridden buses, it's fine. I even can, though I can do it, I just hate like. I don't know if I'm on the right side of the street or not, because I don't know which way is north. And I don't know which way this bus is actually going, whether it's going towards where I want to go or not. Is this a real bus stop or is this just an old bus stop that they didn't take the sign down for? Because that shit happens all the time. Like, is the bus just going to go right past me without stopping? Maybe. Because that also happens all the time. It's yeah, it's just. But trains do that, too. Right. But trains can only go one place. Right. They can change the schedule, but they can't just change everything about how it works. Like, Mm, for whatever reason, just being out in a system that is designed to be the world, right? Like it's not designed like a train there. It's you, not tethered. You lay down tracks. It's not constrained, mm-hmm. right? It is constrained. Buses are not sure, constrained. I'm and because they're not constrained, so many more things can be wrong with them. And so it's just like a, it is a thing that triggers this like anxiety that I feel like a lot of nerdy people have mm-hmm. about as sort of inability to tolerate ambiguity and like feeling out of place feeling and not like, knowing the rules yeah mm-hmm. but not only not knowing the rules but like feeling like everybody else knows the rules and the reason the reason that i'm not successful here is because i just don't get whatever it is that everybody else has clearly figured out about sure. existing in the world and i think what they've figured out is that d- that should just never occur to you <laughs> Right. Really? They don't think that they've figured it out and you haven't. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about, nerd? Just uh, I, I don't think it's that. I, I think it just is very easy to figure out the rules so that once you have, you know, two or three experiences, you're fine. And also, like most people don't trans transition from being a little bit nervous about something to being super, super nervous about something and then not able to, like, you know, accomplish their day-to-day lives because of their anxiety sure that's another thing but it's like going to a party you know where you don't know people or even where you do know people it's like once you're there it's fine but it's the step of having to get there it's not always fine that's the thing right for for somebody who's socially well adjusted it's often fine but sometimes you walk into a place and it's like ah fuck and then you just leave like you don't, but some people do. Sure, but that I would say you haven't actually gotten to the party if you leave immediately. You have I've to actually partake of the party in order for it to be fine. I've been to parties where if I hadn't known someone, all of my efforts to like sort of insinuate myself into conversations with the strangers that were mm-hmm. at the party just failed in yeah, like that weird, embarrassing ways. And that just happens sometimes, right? And mm-hmm. it's not because you did anything wrong, really, it's because they're not polite. Right. 
for instance. And like, if that happens to you three times at one party, you're just fucked. I felt that at Max FunCon. Did you? Yeah. Huh. Whenever I talked to anyone else that wasn't already someone I knew, hmm. that's what would happen. Hmm. It was weird. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. weird. You don't normally get like that, I don't think. No, but you know, like people weren't being very kind. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if I felt that way or not. That was a lot of like sort of high functioning nerds, right? I feel like Max Fun kind of pretty sure. nerdy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In general, everybody had some weird nerd job. Yeah. So, I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, you were working on video games at the time. Yeah. That's a fucking nerd job for yeah, fucking totally nerds. Is. I don't do that anymore. You fit right in. But you do still make podcasts. Everybody yeah. there makes podcasts. <laughs> sure. Dear Zach and Roy, about a year ago, I quit my shitty job and got a cool new job, which lasted about three months until they realized that I was, I guess, not cool enough to work there. Uh, because everything sucks, I decided to go back to school and get my PhD in some bullshit. That's starting in September. My question is, what's the best way to go about balancing my studies, some kind of a social life, and doing the creative thing that won't pay the bills while living in grad student poverty for the next four years? The future Dr. Life Waster. Hmm. Why would you choose a some bullshit degree? Yeah, that seems like you're 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 hamstringing yourself from the beginning. Yeah, I'm just a doctor of bullshit. Uh huh. You, you seem really excited about. Unless this. you're the authority, Doctor Life Waster. You're not really a. Do- you're like, I don't know, a life wasting nurse. I wish that there was a thing that was like a partial doctor. You know, like a nurse is just a different thing. I wish there was a thing that was like a doctor junior. <laughs> <laughs> There's a medical assistant. Okay. Like uh, a doctor's assistant. And like a nurse practitioner? Your nurse practitioner life waster? Okay. So that's mm-hmm. like part way to being a doctor. Because they can write scripts. But I don't know that that actually like, tends to happen on the way to doctor. Like, I feel like that is just, yeah, it's, that it's is like an path. upgraded version of the nurse job that has some of the privileges of a doctor. You know, I guess most things don't have like a leveling curve <laughs> like that. You know, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I'm a boxer uh-huh. and I'm a kickboxer. Before that, I was a regular boxer. Sure. Before that, I was a mm-hmm. left-handed only punch guy. <laughs> um, well, it's like, um, what if doctors came in degrees of like belts the way that uh, oh, right. experts do, right? right? You, okay. you know, like you're a, a black belt doctor or well, that means you can, that means you can uh, tune, tune yellow the levels bottom? of black bile. Yeah. Like when you're a yellow belt doctor, you can only work on piss stuff. <laughs> so nobody really wants that. And then uh, when you graduate to orange belt, you can start to no, like you go up to brown belt. sinus infections and uh, and like bloody piss. Uh-huh. This is pretty good. <laughs> like but then this. there's a red belt, right? Then that's like more serious internal stuff. Oh right, yeah. Just like a, once you once you get diseases to be pink, pink belt, flukes. you can perform intestinal surgeries and and endoscopies and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, white. I guess that you start out as a white belt. You can only work on bones. That's where you start. And only ones that are outside. Dentists. Oh, a dentist. Right? There you go. Right. A dentist mm-hmm. is like a shitty half doctor. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, what de- would be what? dentists have like the highest suicide rate of any profession. It's because they suck. That's not true. Uh, it was at one point. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think cops are up there. Mm-hmm. That's a blue belt. Yeah, I can believe that. What? Uh, so like if you're a yellow belt policeman. Uh, what can you do? You can bust kids for underage drinking as long as what they're drinking is yellow. So mm-hmm. they'd be fine if you showed up to a party where kids were drinking this sophisticated summer beverage, this Campari spritzer. Uh-huh. You'd have to be a red belt, or you'd have to be like, no, you you're hold- drinking their own piss. Hang on, <laughs> oh right, you'd have for to a bet. Yeah, you'd have to trick them into drinking their own. Piss. I'll give you five hundred dollars to drink your own piss, uh-huh. and then uh, you, because you're a yellow belt cop, you're able to arrest them because you're that piss off to juvie has a bunch of alcohol in it. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you balance those things. I don't have a real sense of, like, most of the people that I've known who were in grad school for a really long time, they just seem to, like, fuck around all the time. Mm-hmm. So, But then they're really busy. You might have, well, I don't know that they are, really. Well, you, sure, but you, you know. You can be busy. It does seem like there are some people who take two years to get a PhD in something and some people who take 10 years to get a PhD in something. And maybe it's the same thing some of those times. And maybe that's just like, I don't really you know, know, working out your shit doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's that some people are motivated to get it over with in a hurry and some people like just want to take some time. I mean, it seems like this person is going to grad school as a way of like sort of not having a real job, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and that's totally fine. Like. Going back to... But aren't you getting into more debt by doing that? Oh, probably, but who cares? Uh-huh. You die and that's just gone. Just like everything else. Just <laughs> like the entire world and everyone you've ever known and loved. That is true. Eventually, it's forever. all gone. Yep. Right? So, who cares? Get, d- mm-hmm. Just accumulate as much debt as you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That's what you do, right? Yeah. No, well, no. You know, I, I, I've found that debt gives me anxiety. Debt is uh-huh. like a bus. Debt gives me an anxiety also. Yeah. A lots of it. Yeah. Do you have lots of debt? Yeah. You have lots of anxiety. Shut up. Do you have student loan debt still? No. Good. I still do. I don't care. Yeah. I have high interest credit card debt. Oh, instead. man. That's bogus. You should replace that with some low interest credit card yeah, debt. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Just keep applying for credit cards and charging them to each other. Uh huh. Just back and forth in yep. a circle. It's not how a circle works, really. Mm hmm. That's how you can in- increase your property value is just sell it to your wife, right? Your house, if you wanted to increase your property value. Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, you just sell it to each other every once in a just while. Just back and forth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive up prices yeah, in the whole yeah. neighborhood. All yeah. your neighbors will thank you. And you can uh, you can go and threaten them and say, if you don't give us 10% of the increased in value of your house, we're going to tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm assuming you've also installed uh, cameras. In all of yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Just to maintain, you know, mm-hmm. keep an eye on the property values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. Something that I would worry about if I were trying to maintain the kind of balance that this person is talking about and in school, I would be more likely to not get anything done if I had less to do, I think, than if I had more to do. The times when I was the most excited about creative pursuits that weren't paying the bills is when I could only do them after work. Mm-hmm. I would just spend all day you doing as little work as I could, piece of just time. thinking about what I was going to do when I finally got home and had the opportunity. And I mean, when I, you know, when I made Kingdom of Loathing, that was very much how that worked. Except then I eventually got a job where I could just do it at work, uh, sure, all the time. So then that 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 opened up a whole new world of wasting now, somebody else's time. And were money. you a shitty employee, or did you just get your work done? You know, I think of myself as a shitty I think of myself as having been a shitty employee at every job that I ever had but I never got fired from any jobs so I don't think that I was actually shitty I just think that I understood that I could have worked a lot harder if I had been doing something that I gave a shit about but I like never even got in trouble at work I just fucked around all the time but I always got my shit done Mm -hmm. I don't know but yeah, I, I like the more I have to do, the more I get done typically. Mm-hmm. And so that's the danger of having too much freedom is that you will use that freedom to just sit around jerking off all day. Sure. As opposed to like, you, you're going to have to schedule that in. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're going to you're going to have to maybe like do it like Tuesdays multitask like while you're in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's also when you can like organize your photos on your phone. Yeah. Like into the ones that you're jerking off to and the ones that you're not jerking sure. off to. Yeah, you just make a new folder. You need a waterproof phone case for that. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, 
I've been working for a chain of photo studios for about two years now, and the writing is on the wall that I need to get out. The latest reason, and quite a long laundry list, is that the last of the employees that were there before I started are both taking off for greener pastures in about two weeks, making me the most senior employee. The problem I have is where I should look for work. Right now we live near Washington, D.C., but the both of us feel like we would prosper better back in our native Ohio. Why do we have so many listeners in Ohio? I don't know. I mean, they're not in Ohio. And why, are they moving yeah. to, why are they all moving to Portland? Moving back there would cost a small king's fortune, for us at least, and we'll be getting married and going on our honeymoon in a few weeks, but aren't exactly cash positive at the moment. This is another person with negative 1,000 pounds, and they need 10,000 pounds to put a down payment on a house midway between Ohio and Portland. <laughs> I could continue to look for work down here, but at this point, I'd rather not sully my resume with another job I don't want to do, making me look less like a stable job candidate, unless it gets me closer to my home and family. Of course, I would like to get something in my background, photography and videography, but I've kept both skills sharp in my time away for a more professional career, but I'm aware I'm not in a position to be terribly picky. So, should I look around where I am for new work, or should my fiancé and I try to make the leap back home? Thanks, Vexed in Virginia. I'm a bit confused by this, because it seems like your uh, motivation for leaving the job is that you will be in... senior in your position yeah i mean he doesn't like the job mm-hmm. oh i guess this doesn't it's not gendered this might be a lady oh sure yeah i don't vexed know. does not like the who do you think is more likely to be vexed a man a or vixen? a woman a vixen like a vexen like a like do a you vexen? think you get vexed by a vexen vixen you can be i don't know i don't know if it's a male female thing too bad, which it, it is. too bad it wasn't sexed rather than vexed. Because mm, if we were sexed, we would know what gender it is. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe you should just stick it out until you make your move, if that's what your plan is. You could just look into what careers are available in Ohio in that field. Before just quitting your them. job. Yeah, I mean, if you already have family back there, you could always like take a... Take a couple days off from mm-hmm. your job where you're senior and Do they're probably interviews. not going to fire you. I mean, it seems like people are leaving that job voluntarily rather than just like getting thrown out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stick, stick around maybe. I don't know. I mean, I always like telling people to quit their jobs. Yeah. But, you know, if you got somebody else that's counting on you, it's a, it's a trickier proposition. Well, also, if you don't really have a plan on why you're quitting your job, right? I mean, there is a plan to move to Ohio, but... You know Should a else, person just quit their job and move to Ohio if they can't do it? You know who else hoped that uh, their next leap would be the leap home? One, Scott Bakula. Mm, yeah, it took him a long time. Did it he did, ever make he, it? But he did make it. I don't know if he made it or not. I don't know. But, you know, the important thing was the journey with America's treasure, Dean Stockwell. Mm-hmm. He did make it back home a, a couple of times, but it was in, like, once was in his own body, but as a little kid. Ooh. And he knew all this weird information. Oh man, did he did he like go make it with ladies because he's like, "Oh man, <laughs> finally I know now, I know then what I I knew now what I know now." Yeah. Shit. I know now what I know now. Yeah, the grammar's the grammar's mm-hmm. tricky there. Yeah. Or was he like a little little kid? He was like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to convince his dad to eat better so he won't die of a heart attack. Oh no. And his dad's like, "Fuck you. I love bacon grease on my pancakes." Hmm. That sounds awful. Have you ever done it? No. Put bacon grease on a piece of bread? Mm, it's good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Uh, over the past year and a half, my best friend's sister has been in the process of stealing our house. They've now just about managed it, and I'm tens of thousands of dollars out on a major investment. The details are sordid and uninteresting, but basically my best friend's mom, who the house was in part bought for, has caught the dementia, been put in a home by my friend's sister, and we're now renters in our own house. By the time you read this, we will have been forced out. Because I'm a crazy person, if I can't live in my house, then nobody can live in my house. Also, I want to make it unrentable so I can force a sale through the bank that holds the mortgage and recoup some of my investment. I'm already planning on buying a dozen cockroaches from our local pet store and leaving them in one of the basement walls with a five-pound bag of sugar to ensure their fecundity. What else can I do to make sure nobody will ever want to rent the place? Thanks. Wow, what an awful question. I don't think they're going to want to buy the place either. Yeah, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, rentability and saleability are really the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh... I also don't understand how you recoup any costs from a sale. You need this needs to be reversible, right? So what you need to do is make it so the house is haunted, mm. but in ways that you can. So so having a house haunted in ways that you can just turn off at will also has the advantage of being, you know, like An if you're worried that you're going to get caught. Oh, no. If you're worried you're going to get caught, then you can also just get out in a hurry. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it needs to be it needs to be really low impact, but high effect mm -hmm. things like. How would you haunt a house? You could lay model railroad tracks in a circle all the way around the house and then build like in home alone, like a, you get like a, like a like standee, like a standee like a, uh -huh. to put on there and then drape a sheet over it so that it looks like there's a ghost running around your house. Mm. But what about, uh, during an open house, how do you prevent the people from seeing the train train tracks? Oh, you'd only, I mean, that only happens at night. You only have open houses, at the night. train tracks you could just tell them that's part of the sprinkler system. Mm. Like you can Indoor have sprinkler during system. the day. Okay. Here's what you do. You, you install a sprinkler system. You say, all right, I'm going to, Hey, Hey sisters, friend, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to install this cool new sprinkler system. And it's a sprinkler system that's powered by a model train, but little does she know you're also reusing that infrastructure for your cool Ooh. ghost trick. Yeah. Okay. That's as uh, spooky as those emojis. Okay. So then, oh, you know what I'll also install is uh, one of those things that like uh, silently uh, pops down from the ceiling and automatically washes your windows. But then at night, you fill it with blood instead of Windex. Uh-huh. What thing pops down from your ceiling? You know, one of those things. One of those little automatic, uh, you know, like those uh, toilet seat bidets that you can put in yeah. uh, that have the little prong that sticks out uh -huh. and then it washes your ass. Yeah. It's like that, except for windows. Oh, I, I've i never seen one. Yeah. yeah it's like Where do you buy such a thing, Zach? Internet. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. You say, all right, uh, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to install uh, this house-wide fire alarm smoke detector system that uh, just plays a plays an MP3 of a woman saying, Fuck your house is on fire. Get out of here, child. Because uh -huh. uh, then you're like, oh, wow, that woman sounds nice and really concerned. Uh, sure. I should wake up and get out of here because the house is on fire. But then you uh, you replace that MP3 at night with an MP3 that says, your blood is delicious. And just plays that over and over and over again. That would be terrifying. I, I would, huh? Um, I'm, I'm feeling... Um that you kind of have to do something with glitter. Is the glitter the good thing or the bad thing? Well, it can be both. I, I feel like what you need to do is replace the water that's in the faucets with glitter so oh, that when right. you turn on the faucets, just glitter comes out. Red glitter, 
so it looks like blood. Ooh, like hot but and it's cold. Not blood. It's hot and cold running glitter. So it's blue. Mm. It's blue on yeah, one side exactly. and red on the other. Yeah, make some purple. Mix them together. Yeah, you get some purple. Yeah. But then there's glitter everywhere, which no one can stand. It was yeah. It would drain. It would, some of it would drain out the sink, but some of it would just become airborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and give you the the glitter gl- lung. Glitter lung. Um, you could, okay, here's, here's, here's the thing that I'm going to add to really improve the value of this house. Uh, hundreds of skulls from children, uh, concealed in the floorboards. Mm. Uh, shoring up the, you know, provide but you some, need, need to leave some sort of uh, clue or something. Provide some structural strength. Yeah. You know, it, it's like in there, they're very well insulated. You know, one thing that you can say is that like, if a kid goes out in the rain, like their brain does not get like rained on or, you know, it doesn't get like too hot or whatever, because mm-hmm. a child's skull is an extremely effective insulator. Mm-hmm. So follows that that's probably the most effective and cost effective, to be honest, uh, because really all you need is a shovel and the, a map to a children's cemetery uh, to get as many of those as you need. Mm-hmm. Those kids are long gone. They don't a care. Children's cemetery. <laughs> Boy. Roy, I, I hope that n- none of these things have happened. And no, and you I didn't I, buy the cockroaches. Yeah, I hope you didn't do the cockroaches. And I hope you, I hope you guys work this out without anybody doing any more yeah. horrible things than they've already done. Roy, these questions are all terrible. Why yeah. is everybody having such a bad time? I don't know. Makes me feel guilty about changing having, of the season. Makes me feel guilty about my own life is going so well. Is it? Is your life going? It is, gone, but I feel guilty. Well? I feel guilty because I'm apparently the only one. Your no, life is well, going pretty well. Well, people are writing um, us, and because you know, like we we have some advice to give and how how to do a a well life. Yeah, I think you just do all those things that I just said with your own house, and then you can throw cool parties uh, and That's true. Uh, like a like a sweet Halloween party with. What do we have? We have blood glitter with mm-hmm. blood spraying on the walls. We have a ghost circling the house. Yeah. Multiple ghosts. You can get more than one train. Skulls under the floorboards. We have skulls in the floorboards. What and else? The smoke oh, the is, recordings. Uh, Your blood right? is yeah. delicious. Yeah. yeah, just playing all just of, like over that. and over and over again. Yeah, it's good. And you've, mm-hmm. you know, you can just strip that part out of this episode. Here, uh, record it again silent so that they can get a clean, clean version. Your blood is delicious. And what was the other one? I think that was it. Like during the day, like the good, good voice. Oh, it was like, there's a fire. Get out of the house, child. Yeah. You, can, you can use that for your fire. Sure. For your fire extinguisher. Or your, or your phone message. <laughs> it's just a fire extinguisher that says that. It's really, this is for it fire safety. Do anything. Yeah, it's just really like a, like a megaphone with a pre-recorded message warning people to get out of the house. Hmm. The other day, Corinne was getting into my truck and she stepped on uh, accidentally the fire extinguisher and it went off in the car. Wow. It was pretty amazing. What? uh... (laughs) She freaked out, of course. And I thought she freaked out because the brake gave way and the car was starting to roll back. So I was uh, relieved. What happened exactly? Did it? The little pin that holds it shut. No, no. I mean, what happened when it started running? It's like the uh, yellow powder stuff. Hmm. So it just like, you know, I've never used a fire. I hadn't either. It was pretty cool. Uh, Did it ruin your car? (laughs) No, but it's, you know, it doesn't dissipate. It's not like a bunch of foam or anything. You have to like sweep it up. That sucks. Dump it out. Uh, Roy, if somebody wanted to get a hold of us to get some of this advice, how would they do it? 
they would go to advicehotdog.com and uh, there you can submit questions directly on the website. You can also see uh, links to all of the previous shows and uh, the most current show, which usually now has uh, show notes and links, right? And you can see the artwork and yeah, absolutely. your cocktail uh, photo. And recipe. Exactly, and recipe. Or you can also uh, submit a question using advicehotdog at gmail.com, which is email, or Twitter at advicehotdog. You can go to facebook.com slash advicehotdog, submit there. You can uh, give us a call at 769-218-9225, or send us a card to advicehotdog at 1803 North 38th Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85008. Bro, do we have any ads plugs today? This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. If you listen to podcasts, you've probably heard of Squarespace. It's just like those other announcements. Squarespace, a better podcast, starts with better hosts. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends, review us on iTunes, and send us your questions. Like this one. The Stinger. Let's do it. Are you ready for this Stinger? I am now. Blaine submits the Stinger. Cyborg or Android? Oh. Which do you think you would most enjoy having sex with? Android, because there's probably some fleshy parts. No, a cyborg would have the fleshy parts, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, cyborg is, is combination. Android is... Yeah. But what if the Android... Well, then Android, because it's all clean. Yeah, it has... But what if the Android has, like, fake flesh that's better than real flesh? Oh, better than real flesh? You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe uh, the the tender flesh of a super flesh android would uh, give super me super flesh would, would make sex feel enough better for me that it was as though I wasn't circumcised, mm. and for you it would be like oh, you were true. double uncircumcised. <laughs> exactly. So you had gone through that thing where a moil uh, uh-huh. uh, like used some weird nuva ring to attach uh, three additional foreskins. I guess that would be quadruple uh, uncircumcised. Uh-huh. Mm. I don't think a moil would do that. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't think they they specialize in the reversal. Really, you don't think that? You don't think that? I, I feel like every every sort of Jewish authority figure has to be able to perform the opposite of their own duties, right? It's a it's a part of like. You know, just sort of understanding, like, you got to sort of devil's advocate argue about the about the scripture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, what what else? What other like specific jobs do they have? Like, OK, a kosher chef also has to be a has to be able be to able prepare to an n- entire meal where not, not kosher? nothing is kosher. Oh. Yeah. And you yeah, can't that just is like tricky. You can't just like have a spray bottle filled with bacon grease next to it or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, oh, too bad. Like, no, no, you have to go you through just the motions. A kosher meal mm-hmm. and then and then tainted it. Mm hmm. Yeah, Android. Uh, can I have sex with both? Yeah, you probably can at the same time. How about this? Cyborg and Android at the same time. All right. Or they could just have sex with each other and mm. I'll just watch. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog.